look into what we are dealing with now on what I call how God feels leadership gap how God feels leadership gap feeling as if you are feeling something like a cup filling it with water how does God feel a leadership gap leadership gap is enormous in our generation and in every generation the most common gap that brings men to suffering is always leadership gap. The problem of man from the beginning has been the problem of leadership. And every time God is about to attend to the cry of humanity, he feels a leadership gap. So that's what God is bringing us to at this very time. And I will be sharing three things with you with which God uses to fill a leadership gap. Three important things. Three important things. And the Things I will be sharing along with you. There are also things that God can use to fill any gap in your life. I think I remember when the Holy Spirit was bringing this word and he was saying to me, this is the focus. Last year when our father in the Lord, Daddy Udapo, came here, I think I did a teaching on filling the gap. Where we were talking about reaching forward. And then God is bringing again at this very time that there are gaps in our lives and in our generation that need to be filled. Whenever God wants to fill the gap that is limiting a generation, he uses a man to fill the gap. Men are materials that God uses to fill every gap in any generation. that is in your family, the gap that is in the church, the gap that is in this nation. And I'd like you to know something very important about gap. Gap is simply an opening. And I'd like you to please take note of that. Every time you talk about a gap, you talk about a break. You talk about a hole. Where I come from, there is a saying that if a wall does not open its mouth, a lizard cannot enter therein. So every gap is an opportunity for the devil to succeed. 
When God made man, God created man in such a way that he did not desire that there would be any gap between him and man. What devil was looking for in Genesis chapter 3 is to look for a gap. Look for a hole. Look for object between two. A gap means there is a break between the two. So when the devil saw that there was a hole between God and the first Adam he created, he came in. And he said, as God said, and you know the story at the end of the day, there was an opening. Satan was looking for how to enter into a gap. And as soon as he was able to enter there, he brought man down. And for thousands of years, Satan began to make use of a gap. So, there is nothing that the devil can do successfully in a generation where a gap between that generation and God is filled up. And can I say to you very, very quickly that God sent you to this world to come and fill a gap. Your destiny, the fulfillment of your purpose. My brother, are you listening to me? Do you know before you came here, there was a gap concerning this keyboard. Now, what are you sitting with now? You are sitting before it. Every time you play that keyboard, what you are doing is that you are filling a gap. When you are not around and there is no one to replace you, we may have this keyboard here, but the gap of what this keyboard should give to us, the upliftment that this keyboard should give to us will not be there. And do you know, I see many of us, you don't know that you are created by God to fill a gap in your generation. Some of us have complained. Why am I in this family? Why didn't I fall into so-so family? Why should I be a part of a family where things are like this? Not knowing that God has brought you to fill the gap in that family. Understanding of the gap we turn around everything about us. When you marry, the person you get married to, if that person is like you, your marriage is wrong. If that person, if your strength is the strength of that person, that marriage won't last. When God, in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, you know, and God began to say, it is not good that a man should be alone. I will make an help meet for him. I am creating a woman who is going to fill a gap in this man's life. The Bible talks about Adam, he began to name all the animals, with supernatural intelligence. And as he named them, among all animals, there was not found anyone that was compatible to Adam. So Adam was there. The only one, no lion, can fill the gap 
in the life of Adam. Do you know why many people are frustrated today? You are looking for what cannot fill your gap to fill you. We were somewhere yesterday in a particular place and in that place as we were there we were looking seeing a particular TV and some guys were doing what is called Nigerian Hydro and some of the things they were doing I was saying to my wife I said these people have something within to express there is something they want to feel within if you see anybody dress a lady dress and the dressing is nude she want to feel a particular gap if you see people do all manner of things that are evil they are trying to look for something that can fill a gap in their life those who smoke are looking for something to fill a gap but one day one of the things that transformed my life completely as a young person growing in faith is that there is a vacuum in the life of everyone that nothing can fill except God. So you can never your life can't be useful. You can't become a leader that God will use in your generation if there are gaps in your life that are unfilled correctly. So, God responds to a generation to fill a gap. When he looked at Adam, he brought him, isn't it? In Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, after Adam had fallen and Eve, the generation of mankind had fallen. And God began to prophesy and said in Genesis 3.15, a time is coming, I will raise a seed of the woman. And this seed of the woman, they will bruise his heel. This seed of the serpent will do that. But the seed of this woman referring to Jesus Christ he will bruise his head when Jesus will come God was speaking ahead of time I am sending Christ to come and fill a gap so your life can never have meaning until you are filling the right gap I know you have heard what they call <laughs> a round hole in a round a round peg in a round hole. Isn't it? So if you bring a square peg to a round hole, what is going to happen? It can work. So at this very time, I'm not going far. My message may be very, very simple. God uses leaders by, first of all, filling the gap. So, how God fills gap in leadership is what I'm sharing with you. And I've told you that God uses men to fill the gap in every generation. So I want to take you to the book of Exodus. And I will share with you three things very quickly and then I leave the way. Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3 
Are you together with me? Exodus chapter 3. So let's take it right now. Beginning from verse 7. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. And I've heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Canaanite and the Etite and the Amorite and the Perizzite and the Evite and the Jebusite. Verse 9. Now therefore behold the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Verse 10. Come now therefore and I will send thee unto Pharaoh that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel out of Egypt. Come with me to the book of Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9 and we are going to read verse 36 to 38. But when Jesus saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion on them. Why was he moved? There was a gap, a vacuum in their lives. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then say he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers, the leaders who ought to fill the gap. They are few. And he said, Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth leaders that he can use into this harvest, filling the gap in the life of these people. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Please go there. These scriptures are important because I won't mention scriptures. We won't read this again as I begin to round off. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 19. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you, I will make you fishers of men. Thought. Go to 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And we are going to read verse 2. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men. <laughs> Not just ordinary men. Faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Three things I want to share with you how God fills leadership gap. Number one. God gives capacity to a leader to fill the gap 
in the life of the people. You cannot successfully help people when you don't have the resources to help them. There have been times that you like, oh, how I wish I'm able to help this person. How I wish I'm able to rescue this person. How I wish I'm able to meet this particular need. But you realize that the only thing you continue to say is how you wish. Because what you don't have, you cannot give. So in the place that we first read, after that exodus, in that Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 to 38, Christ simply saw. He saw people. They were helpless. They were suffering. And I can say to you that in our generation, many are helpless in the life of sin. Many are helpless in the life of confusion. Many don't know what to do with their lives. As at that time, there were religious leaders. But they were focusing on what bothers them. People were living in mess. Satan was mesmerizing people's lives. Molesting them. Harassing them. And there was no one. The Bible says Jesus had compassion on them. One of the things that you must have. Before God will give you capacity. To be able to fill the gap. Of your generation. Is compassion. For the suffering. Of people around you. Whatever you have compassion for. Check it. There is a purpose looming around it. Anything you have compassion for. Whenever you see people and you realize that, wow, maybe you see children and you see them, they don't go to school. A compassion is welling up in you. I can't continue to look at these children. They don't go to school. Wherever there is a, a steering of compassion in you, watch, look, a purpose is waiting there. I am not saying all the time compassion equates the call of God. But see, you can't have the call of God into a particular thing in your generation and you will not feel compassion for that thing. Jesus had so much compassion for the helplessness of the people in his generation that he, he will he can forfeit food he will forget to eat in order to help you know what happened in john chapter 4 he was hungry but yet he did not eat because he wanted to attend to a particular woman just one woman and the disciples said and came back and said, Sir, has anybody given this or got something to eat? And he said, you don't know my food. I have a particular food you don't know of. My food is to do the will of the one that sent me. I have been sent to fill a gap. If I am eating, why this gap remain unfilled? That is a demonic food. You know when you are enjoying why the purpose you are meant to fulfill is suffering. That is a wrong enjoyment. Jesus said, my meat, my satisfaction is to do the work, the will of the one that has sent me and to finish his work. So what do you have compassion for? 
Do you know the man Moses? In Exodus chapter 2. Do you know this man? Do you know how his story began? He was in Egypt. He had not had the call of God. He only saw that a particular Egyptian and Israelite were fighting. And he stood up. He said, no, you cannot be molesting my people. There was a compassion that could not allow him to overlook the suffering of the people. But this is what I'm saying to you as you pray. Because I want us to pray. I will soon run off right now. God fills the gap by giving you the resources that you need to solve the problem of that gap in your generation. So can I ask you, what is the gap in your family? There are families where they die untimely. Somebody must receive the resources of heaven to come and say, in my time here, in this family, this gap will be over. It might be the reason why God has been drawing you? Why he has saved you in Christ? So that you can fill that gap. In Mark chapter 5, verse 1 to 15, there was a particular man, you know him in Mark 5, 1 to 15, he had about 2,000 demons in him. This was a man that was supposed to fill a gap in his hometown. But himself, the enemy, demons have occupied the gap of his life. And by the encounter he had with Jesus, the Bible says in verse 15, he became normal, he was in his right mind, and then he said to Christ, can we begin to go on your ministry journey everywhere? Jesus said, no, 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 no. Oh man, you have been set free. That you can go and fill a gap in your hometown. There are ten towns that form where you come from. They call it Decapolis. You are not just to follow me. If you are not sent for that purpose, I will have allowed you to follow me. But go and fill that gap. And the Bible says the man went to Decapolis. He was preaching Jesus Christ, filling the gap. As simple as what I've shared with you, God can only use you when you are ready for him to give you capacity to go and fill the gap. And can I say to you, don't just be existing. You must be living for Jesus. Jesus came to come and fill a gap. You can't enjoy your own life if your life is not filling a particular gap. I have lived this kind of life before. Do you think money makes people? Some of us think it's money you need. You don't need money. What you need is that your life is filling a particular gap. And as I begin to round off, God wants to give you resources. For Moses, Moses was using self-resources to fill a gap. But God said, you will fail. The gap that you are to fill is not cheap. You need a supernatural dimension. And that was going to take a journey of 40 years. But after God was done with Moses, he returned with only a staff. And that staff 
filled the gap of 430 years in Egypt. He brought the children of Israel out. Moses fulfilled a purpose as a leader God uses because he got a capacity, the resources that he needed to go and fill a particular gap. Do you understand it? For some people here, you may not, but the time is coming. What I'm saying now will open up to you. Because what I'm sharing is for those who are mature, who understand that they live for the purpose of God. When you are to marry, I've said it, you have a gap to fill in the life of your husband. You won't be fighting your husband. Husband won't be fighting the wife because you simply know in the life of this man, I have been called to fill a gap. Now, when you are fighting your husband because of the weakness in him, that is what you have been called to come and fill. When you are bringing down your wife because of the weakness in her, that's what you have been called to come and fill. But because many don't know how God fills a gap, they fight what they are to fill. And some, some fight it because they lack the resources. One of the things I prayed for, God opened my eyes when I wanted to get married. For some time, and I think young people need to know this all over. To some adults till now, some people still believe that the most important thing in the life of a lady is her beauty. So when you see a lady, what comes to your heart first? Is she beautiful? Talk to me now. Yeah. You are actually very, very careful to go and present somebody who is not beautiful to say, this is a woman I want to marry. So you look for beauty. A prostitute not beautiful? So I discover when I was trusting God to get married, the Lord now came to me and brought to me Proverbs chapter 31 and said, beauty is vain. Favor is deceitful. It's, it's nothing. But a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. So when you are to look for a woman that God is going to give to you to marry. If you go after beauty, you have missed it. Why? Why am I saying this to you? Because I'm bringing down this matter to some levels of some people. Some people fight what they ought to feel because they don't have the capacity. They don't have the resources. So, when a woman comes into a, the life of a man, because the man has married that woman as a beautiful woman, and there are voids in your life, that that woman supposed to fill, you now realize that she cannot fill it because beauty does not fill that void. It takes some resources, greater, deeper than beauty, to fill that void. That's why you can be rich and be purposeless in your generation. There are people, I used to say to people, Pastor Kola, now if you ask me that we are led to sow a seed of five million naira to you, sir. Sir, do you have something to do with five million? I won't ask you to please wait till I come back. I will stand here right now and tell you this and this. Maybe by next week, come and check your five million. Because what you are giving has a plan on ground already. But there are people that when they have one million right now, they don't even know what to do. Am I in, are you in agreement with me? So, you may have 
some physical resources when you don't have a god-given resources you don't have what it takes to fill a gap so number one you must trust god for resources and what is that resources the resources of god moses got it moses did not return to egypt just as he left egypt he returned with what we were taught at the first session an encounter that is visible do you know you can have an encounter but every encounter you have will soon be challenged when you face battles as soon as moses got to egypt they challenged his encounter he threw down he had something to offer to fill that gap so your prayers i live here is that the lord will give you resources the empowerment you need to fill the gap of your generation the gap of your calling number two things that god always use to fill the gap of leadership in a generation is that he fills the gap in the life of a leader you want to use there is a gap of resources there is a gap of character For 40 years, what God was trying to fill in Moses, it wasn't a gap of the release of the staff. It was a gap of his character vacuum. What will take God so long to be able to fill in your life is not gift, it's your character. Are you please listening to me? Your character. Character. When that gap is missing in the life of a person is unusable for the Lord. How well you yield yourself. We were told here about a person that we go and smoke in their hem and the pastor was giving title to to come and preach and title or preaching does not fill a character vacuum when you have a character gap as a matter of fact you should do nothing until that gap is filled because the more you do something i've come to realize until today i realize the more you make some people to be using the gift gap that has been filled and they have character gap that is open, you are causing damage to them the more. They will be growing to a point that they will never see a need for their character gap to be filled. So when you make somebody with a character problem a leader, you have allowed the gift of that person that person has gift gap before. Those are the resources required to carry out a work. Now it has been given. But his person, so when he's using gift, he's using it in pride. When he's using it, he's using it in rebellion. That was what ruined Satan. Satan had a gift gap filled. But he did not have a character gap filled. How somebody is listening to me. And if there is any gap that has remained unfillable in this generation, it's a character gap. So God, how does he 
fill leadership gap. He fills the character gap in the life of a person he will use. And can I say to you, every time God wants to fill a character gap in your life, he will take you to the wilderness. God does not fill character gap in the palace. He does not fill it in the pleasure. He fills it in a place where you have to go through pain. You must be on board. The Bible says Jesus became obedient to the point of death. It was when Moses, do you know, even Moses that we thought character gap was filled? Why do you think he didn't make it to the promised land? Is it gift gap? Has Moses not talked to God mouth to mouth? Has Moses not seen the similitude of God? Why did Moses not make it? Character gap. So you are praying, I said one prayer, it's about gap. Father, fill my character gap. God will not use you the way he ought to use you until character gap is filled in your life. And that's why I read to you Matthew 4, 19. He said, come and I will make you fishers of men. I will fill the character gap in your life. My sister and I were talking yesterday and she was saying to me that there are people that they will tell you that they don't take nonsense. Say, so you see me, oh, me, I'm no nonsense person. And when you look at such ladies, they don't have a home, no husband. Maybe they have married this, they have left. They have married that, they have left. Why? They are no nonsense person. And they will still be telling you, see me, ah, I'm a no-nonsense person. They have never allowed God to fill their character gap until you become a nonsense person. Somebody that can take nonsense. There was a time I discovered, the Lord was, I said, Lord, should we be stupid to really be like Christ? He said, yes, you have to be stupid. Some of us are still limited today because flesh is speaking. You think it's the Holy Spirit acting in you. You are even, you are even doing it in the name of the Lord. Aggressively. But it is your character problem that is speaking. And that has been limiting what God wants to do with you. Number three. Do you get what I've shared with you today? Number three gap. Number three thing that the Lord do to fill a gap is called men's gap. Right people's gap. The first gap I've told you is a gift gap, resources gap. The second gap has to do with character gap. And the third gap has to do with people's gap. In that second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2, Paul was saying to Timothy, the things that you have learned from me, the same commit to faithful men who will be able to teach others. You know what he was trying to say? Let us fill the gap of men in our time. How do you fill the gap of men? When you are faithful, Pastor Wisdom, and men who surround you are not faithful. You are not filling men's gap. The future is in jeopardy. Do you understand what I'm saying? He said, commit thou to faithful men, sir. Who will be able 
So when we look at your life, how does God fill a leadership gap in a generation? He looks for how faithful people will continue. The psalmist cried at a time. He said, oh God, save us. Faithful men are no longer in the land. It's not enough for you to be faithful. It is enough that people around you, they are faithful. A lot of people, I'm talking to us now, we, that this meeting really, <laughs> the leaders. Every labor and effort to build ministry and not build men is effort in futility. When you have every gap filled and you don't have the next person that can fill that gap in case you are not there, you are failed. Do you know something? Maybe two days ago, I was still saying something I saw in Paul. And sir, it was touching my heart. And for us leaders that God is raising at this time, this is key. Whatever it will cost us, let us commit to filling the gap of men around us. And let me say, we don't have scarcity of men. We only have scarcity of faithful men. I'm coming to what I just said now. When you check Judges 7 that we're dealing with on Tuesday, sir. The Bible says, as soon as Gideon blew the trumpet, how many people gathered unto him? 32,000. Eh? But out of that 32,000, I told us here something yesterday. Your followership does not define the authenticity of your spiritual leadership. It does not define that you are responsible before God. 32,000 following a man. And God said, you are deceiving yourself, Gideon. You think these 32,000 are real people? Come. If we should go with this 32, by the time they return, my glory will be submerged. These men will say, they have won the victory. And God said, I want to let you know who people are. You can have many people around you. Don't rejoice because of it. When you have one faithful person around you, you have majority. I don't know you are getting something. We are in a generation that we are parading after numbers of men. But Pastor Morris, that's not it. When Jesus, God, all the men, the multitude, how many stayed with him when he was in his trying time? How many remained with him? So, God said to Gideon, see, out of these people, I want you to see something. Ask those who are afraid to depart. What happened to them? How many people left? 22,000. 22,000 left because they were fearful. Can you, when they tell you that 22,000 men among 32,000 are fearful, will you believe that they are just following you? But they are not real. God will deliver every one of us from unreal people. And do you know something? God said, this screening is not over. Every time I want to fill a gap, I need not just men, I need faithful men. And you know something God said? Take them to another screening center. This river, ask them to drink water. But let me give you an answer to their test before they do it. Those who will go to that river and kneel down and begin to pour, put their hands and relax, put water in their mouth. Separate them. 
and send them back home. But those who will lap with their tongue, those who will lap with their tongue, those ones, they are the ones that will remain with you. You know something? When they got to the river, 10,000 people that remained, 9,700 knelt down using ants to take water. How if you were Gideon, how will you feel? You have told people that you now have a, a camp, a congregation of 32,000. But now, 300 remains. Do you see God does not select men like men select? But immediately, all the 9,700 left. God said to Gideon, with this 300, I will give Midianite to your hand. And God was true to his word. By 300 to 32,000. I don't know what ratio is that. God handed over a terrible enemy. So as I'm rounding off, Apostle Paul got to a time he was saying, I have no like-minded person to send to you like Timothy. So when God wants to fill a gap in a generation, a leadership gap, he looks for like-minded people and they are very few. When you have like mind with the Lord, you need the gap of faithful people to be filled in your life. These three things have shared with us the gap of gifts which are resources of God, capacity, the gap of your character, and the gap of faithful people need to be filled before God will use you. I want you to rise to your feet as we close this meeting as I leave for the prayer to take place. What gap do you want God to fill in your life? What gap? What gap is required at this very time? This is a moment to pray. It is God who fills the gap. When you cry to him, he will fill that gap. I like us to pray.